Hello, and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. Hopefully the weather is holding out well for you wherever you are. Here in California, it feels a bit like Florida with some tropical storms happening. It is currently back to school time for us here out in California. Most of the schools either went back last week or will be going back this week. So I thought it was important to continue our back to school topics. So for today, for episode 64, our topic today is important things you need to tell your child's teacher. After so many years of teaching... It's over 15. I've stopped counting. I'm choosing just to keep it at over 15 and just not count any further from now. Maybe eventually I'll say over 20, but for now we're just sticking over 15. And there are many things I wish parents told me over the years. So I'm going to share those with you. The first one is, is your child on any medications? So it is really helpful if we know if they're on medications for ADHD and things like that, because even if it's very well regulated, If they suddenly have an off day and it's because they forgot to take their meds, we won't take it personally on them. So if we know a child most of the time behaves a certain way and then their behavior drastically changes, it helps us to know if the possibility of that might be completely out of their control, such as they didn't take their morning pill or medicine for the day. And we want to make sure that we are always in the know so that that way we know the difference between a kid who's just being naughty for the day and a kiddo who has something much bigger going on that they really can't control. Another thing you need to tell the educator is any allergies they may have, and especially when it comes to dietary. We need to know, will it actually kill them, or is it something that is just going to irritate their stomach for the day? So, for example, there are so many kids who are gluten-free these days, but some kids, it will actually cause them to go into the hospital And other kids, it will just give them maybe a little bit of a tummy ache for the day. And that is really important for a teacher to know because kids will be sneaky and share a treat from somebody else's lunchbox or whatever it is. And we really need to know how we should react in that instance. Do we scold them and then tell you? Or do we call an ambulance? And these are things that we really need to know which things are preferences versus which things are something that will actually cause a true emergency. So it's really important that teachers are educated to know which things are preferences and which things are actual allergies. One of the other things that I already mentioned last week is if your child has a learning difference, make sure that they know that all the way from the get-go and what interventions they're already getting. Is your child already getting some sort of outside support? That would be really helpful for the educator to know because sometimes whatever happens at school can get translated into the tutoring sessions So if you are already getting outside support, it is helpful if the teacher knows so they can say, hey, we noticed this in class. Would it be possible for the tutor to support XYZ? Education is so much more effective when it is done as a team and we can do things together to support the child's progress. Next thing to know is what are the child's accommodations? What was working really well for them last year and what should we continue? Making sure that we get those things all set up. Speaking of, if your child has certain accommodations they use, such as you know, learning ally or speechify or things like that, giving the teacher the passwords to those is also very helpful. Because if a student says, I have learning ally, and the teacher says, great, go ahead and log in. And the kid goes, I don't know my password. Then that's not very helpful. So make sure the educators have whatever resources they need in order to put those accommodations into place successfully. 
Just last week, I had a student get a brand new laptop, which was great, so we can start uploading all of her assignments into it, so that way she can use a lot more of her assistive technology. And in the process, we realized there were parental locks. So that was the other thing. Sometimes you can't actually get into the system in order to put in the password and the accommodations and get all logged into all the accounts without parental controls. So that's the other thing to be considerate of. Maybe certain things are better set up at home because if it needs parental approval in order to get certain accounts logged into it on a different device, then make sure the parent is nearby to give their password because obviously I'm not going to have the mom's email password because that would be obviously overstepping in so many ways. And make sure that they have everything they need to get everything set up and ready to go for a successful school year. Another important thing to mention is if a child has a learning difference such as ADHD, what are the things that get them revved up when they're feeling a little low? And what are the things that calm them down when they're bouncing off the walls? I had a parent that actually inspired this week's episode because she stopped and asked me to talk for a second after her kiddo finished his session to ask, hey, what should I make sure that I tell the teacher? And that is such a valuable question. And when a child has ADHD, that is one of the most important things to tell the teacher because they might need to know to put the student in a place where maybe they won't have as many visual stimuli. Maybe they need to have a designated break space. Telling them what will help the child be most successful. Sometimes when kids are overstimulated, having a quiet, boring place to sit is the best thing you can possibly do. So knowing ahead of time that the teacher needs to have one of those ready to go on the first day of school can make the first day a lot less overwhelming. Because remember, all of your emotions and energies are firing high on that first day of school when everything's really exciting. So the break space is not necessarily something you want set up on day three. Sometimes some of that has to be set up on day one. And having a student know exactly where's the place they are allowed to go to calm down. And that can be really important to having a successful first day. And we all know that first week of school can really set the tone for the year. So we want to get them all set up as quickly as we can. The next thing to do is to make sure the teacher knows if there's any certain checklist the kid does a lot better following, making sure the teacher knows where they are and that they're already made and ready to go. So if you've already made your child a checklist of what they need to bring home every day, maybe tell the teacher where it's located at so the teacher doesn't reinvent the wheel. A lot of times educators are on top of it and will know which kids need things like checklists. But if you've already made one that you already know works for your child and is a good routine they had set up last year and you want to keep it going, go ahead and tell the teacher that because that can make it easier because A, you're following a routine that already worked and B, the teacher's not wasting time on something that's actually already been done. All right, that's it for today's little quick tips. I know this was a short and sweet kind of episode, but it is back to school time. And so I'm helping all sorts of students get their year off to a good start and I'm off to go help a few more. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to learn even more about dyslexia, check out parnelloeducation.com forward slash courses. See you next time.